All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason. I am your host. And on this show, we're discovering, uncovering, decoding, rebuilding all of the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking to help you prepare for your interviews in this process. So yes, we're talking about enterprise value. And today is another short episode. And it's a very simple question. Is it always accurate to add debt to the equity value in order to calculate enterprise value? Remember our enterprise value equation, enterprise value equals your equity value plus your debt plus your preferred stock minus your cash plus any non-controlling interest. And here's the thing. We talked a little bit about debt in a prior episode with regards to enterprise value and the fact that we really should account for it because loans must be satisfied once ownership of a company changes hands. Like if I owned a company and I had a loan with a bank and you came to me and said you wanted to buy my company, we agreed upon the terms, you purchased the company from me, well, the bank that had loaned me money for the company would want to get its money back right away because, hey, you know, unless they wanted to refinance with you. So usually the answer is yes, it is almost always accurate to add debt to equity value in order to calculate enterprise value. But the answer depends on whether or not the debt the target corporation has needs to be paid off as part of the transaction. That's really the crux of this question. And like I said, the answer is usually yes. If the debt needs to be paid off as part of a deal, then it makes sense for enterprise value to include the addition of debt because that amount would need to be added to the purchase price to satisfy the creditors. But if the debt doesn't need to be paid back as part of the deal, which apparently is a rare occurrence, then you wouldn't add debt as part of the EB calculation. And I would also consider a situation where a target company has no debt. (laughs) In that situation, then of course, you wouldn't add debt in the scenario either because there's no creditors to pay off as part of that transaction. And yes, there are companies out there that are completely debt-free. So I would imagine in mergers and acquisitions, you just would exclude that altogether. So very simple there. Super short episode for you today. Come back next time. We're going to be talking about negative enterprise value and negative equity value. Let's wrestle with those concepts for just a couple of minutes. But until next time, this has been Alex Mason with Investment Banking Insights. I'll see you next time.